Every day, consumers are being bombarded with the next big thing in health, wellness, and fitness. What's the future of keeping ourselves healthy, and what's just a passing fad? Hi, I'm Joey Thurman, and if you don't know me, I'm a health and fitness expert and author. I've been fortunate enough to work with celebrities, athletes, C-suite executives, and everyone in between. I've been featured on the Today Show, live with Kelly and Ryan, Good Morning America, TEDx, and lots of other publications. As part of my ever-increasing thirst for knowledge, which ironically happened after college, I decided to create the Fatter Future podcast. What sets this podcast apart is that I am the guinea pig for these episodes. I don't only want to bring in world-class experts on the show, I want to truly get a first-hand experience what it's like to, say, go on ketamine and trip for my depression, go on a three-day fast drinking nothing but coffee and water for age reversal, eat nothing but plants and get the blood work done to back it up, or even get my brain mapped to see how messed up my head is from getting knocked around playing hockey. Once I try these things, I bring on the experts to talk about my experience and explain it to the audience in a digestible manner and ask the true question. Is it a fad or is it the future? Because after all, we don't want to be faddies. What's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Fad or Future podcast. I'm Joey Thurman. If you don't know that, I don't know what the hell you just clicked, but you're listening to the wrong podcast, but you can keep it here. Today, my guest... Matt has he's the CEO of Performix and Performix House in New York. I'll tell you what, this place just smells like luxury. <laughs> right? It's, 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 we pump that shit in. You, 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 I mean, where do you get the luxury smell from? We buy it. You buy it? Yeah. Can, can you tell me where you get it no from? No way, man. No? It's proprietary. <laughs> it's proprietary. Yeah. All right. So uh, you also are the founder of FitOps, which we'll talk about a little bit later. I mean, that was great. So Performix House and Performix, tell me a little bit about it. Uh, so Performix is a sports nutrition brand. It was launched in 2015 and, um, we were attempting to, to connect mental and physical fitness, um, through, uh, a consumer product. And if you're in this category or in the sports category, you understand, you understand the role that supplements play and, or should play. And, and it really is, should be a supportive role, not a primary role. Right. You know, I would say it's, it's got to supplement a good diet, but at That's the right. same time, if you're on a playing field and you got the little extra. That's right. Okay. Um, but the world of sports nutrition and primarily the companies that occupy it today are, are super product centric and um, they're not necessarily built uh, on a philosophy or strategy to, uh, uh, to align all the elements of nutrition, proper training, and then supplementation. Right. So you know, our, our overarching goal was to shift that. Um, in hindsight, launching Performance House, which is a a end-to-end um, luxury but inclusive space that aggregates the best trainers in the world, um, which I think are here in New York City, um, and some of the most driven clients um, who who are there um, every day training with those trainers. Um, the idea is to create, uh, to bring the brand to life mm-hmm. and um, help the consumer, whether they're our customer and our brand or just the consumer consuming fitness content, um, have access into that great training through our brand Performix. So it's really a brand house yeah. that also functions as a as a you know really premium and um, from an experience perspective, gym. Yeah, I mean, uh, so. I- I worked out there uh, with Gabe Snow, great guy, um, and who would have thought some guy who doesn't uh, eat meat, I thought he would be much more angry. But <laughs> <laughs> He went through phases. Yeah, he, he went through some phases. So, uh, you know, you, you walk into this place, it's kind of unassuming, and you're going up the ominous stairs. I don't know if that was by, de- by design or what, but yeah. – 
it, it's kind of like, all right, you're feeling it. I'm getting warmed up. Uh, and and li- literally from the moment you walk in, like it's just, just beautiful, clean, classy. Uh, everybody took care of me. They gave me a pre-workout ahead of time, which they, they, it was great. Nice sales yeah, tactics right good. there. Uh, I mean, you got like a slushy, slushy smoothie. BCA mich- slushies? Yeah, yeah they, I, I didn't get that. They didn't give you that. No. What the, uh, somebody's you're not, getting, a, you're not a member. Somebody's getting fired. Yeah. Well, you got <laughs> to so, apply for that. Kind of oh, stuff. you got to apply for that. So you got that. You got, you've got a coffee machine. Uh, I mean, in the locker rooms, everything was sleek. And when I worked out with Gabe, I walked in there. I, I didn't really know what to expect. And obviously, I, I, I did my research ahead of time. Uh, and you guys are quite well known, especially on, on Instagram, too. And then being in Chicago, um, you know, some of these spots uh, in, in New York and L.A. will pop up and the trainers will talk about them. But, yeah, Gabe put me through the paces, and all we did was some band work and a kettlebell. <laughs> and it hurts walking upstairs, going downstairs. My ass hurts, which, you know, maybe I, should, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> but, uh, man, it, it, it really was a great experience, and everybody was coming up to me uh, and chatting and seeing what I was doing there. And then I took care of the recovery and showed me the entire space. And uh, I got just this sense of being welcomed in there. So I don't know if that's what you guys were going for, but yeah. th- that's how I felt. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad to hear that because that is exactly what we want. Um, yeah. As I said, it's it's an exclusive space, but it's supposed to be inclusive, yeah. meaning that we want anybody that lives a fitness-driven lifestyle that wants all of the amenities in it, wrapped in a culture that takes care of like little details for them. Mm-hmm. So spending time, um, like you mentioned, going up the stairs, was it, was it designed that way, the lobby, um, the little things here and there, the smells, right. um, they're meant to take your brain away from the everyday craziness and yeah. into a space that is, each space is really intentional. Yeah. So the lobby is supposed to have a leather smell. It's supposed to feel... It smells you know, like mahogany. Mahogany. <laughs> um, it's, 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 it's a, uh, we, we wanted it to be that way because we want, when you're on the training floor, it's about training. Like, yeah. There's nothing going on in there except some really intentional, hard training. Um, but when you're in the lobby, we want you to relax. We want you to grab a, grab a, your laptop and work. Or right. um, if you're sitting in the Zen room on the beanbags, uh, getting great Norm- beanbags, by the way. Getting Normatech. Yeah. You should be doing this podcast in there. I would, we, we should. It's, it's going on the road soon. Um, so we, we, we want it to be not just a, a gym. We want it to be a place where you're able to live your whole fitness lifestyle. And that means relaxing, training, recovering, uh, getting a massage, physical therapy, having a nutrition appointment. Yeah. Um, we do IVs, hormone testing. Um, oh, you do IVs in there too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know the whole the whole you know you, this is a future fitness podcast. Right. I believe that the industry, the whole um, fitness industry, is exploding partially because technology has made us more immobile in some ways. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to do as much because you can click a phone and your Uber is standing right in front of you. You don't right. have to walk. You right. don't have to go to the subway. Um, and so, you know, little, little things like that add up and pretty soon you're an hour and a half of, of less exercise mm-hmm. and, you know, it's not really been talked about a lot yet and I don't know why, but, um, I really believe that fitness in, in some de- to a de- good degree is trending partially because humans are evolving right. and adapting to these new technologies that are making them less mobile. If yeah. you watch like Wally, that movie Wally, mm-hmm. where 
all the dudes. I like are, cartoons, man. Yeah, they're they're riding around on these little carts. They're drinking sodas. And they're all fat. And they can't even, <laughs> they can't even walk anymore. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a joke, but at the same right. time, it's like you it's know, scary. It's scary. scary. Exactly. I see all these people on these segways and these scooters and whatever. That's we're not gonna go down that rabbit hole, but. I'm thinking it's great that we can get places faster, but what in the hell are we doing? We've got moving walkways and all this yep. sort of shit, and, and we're just becoming more inactive. So I think what you guys, uh, what you've created is kind of a one – everybody wants things that are right there, right? Yeah. And you've got a one-stop shop where you're, you're getting nutrition and working out. Does everybody have a trainer? Is that the premise? Yeah, everybody has to have a trainer. Okay. Um, so we have different tiers of membership. Mm-hmm. If you've been certified by your trainer to, to train by yourself, which is a tier two or three membership. You've got to be certified by your trainer to train by yourself. Yeah, we don't believe putting somebody on the floor around heavy things that, when they don't know what they're doing is a good idea. Um, most gyms don't care about that, but yeah. you know, you see injuries happening in gyms because people are in there doing stupid things. and. Yeah. and it's it maybe not maybe stupid's an insensitive way of putting it. They're I'll in, say I'll say people do stupid shit. Right. It's okay. I can say they're, it. They're inexperienced and and so you know most of the people who apply at Performance House are there's there's two, there's really two different types of people that apply there. One is the fitness elite who is really already made fitness a part of who they are and mm-hmm. you know a part of their lifestyle, um, and they want more of it. Yeah. And then there are people who aren't in fitness at all. Who are trying, who want to be, but are smart enough and intentional enough that they're going to go to the best place in the city to get it curated, yeah. so that they can cut through the shit and just get to it. And you guys feel like you're the future and you're the best. Uh, I mean, I'm not an elitist like that, but I mean, nobody's as fucking good as us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but yeah, nobody is as good as us. But let me say it this way: we pride ourselves on being innovators in every category that we touch, and yeah. obviously, we're not just in physical spaces. We're in sports nutrition, yeah. accessories, um, innovating in, in veteran causes. So yeah. we just like to create new, new, awesome things. Yeah, I mean, so I think it's really interesting having a trainer for everyone, and then. I always said I should just go around to, you know, these big box gyms that are people paying 10, 20 bucks a month and having damn pizza parties and shit for being a member. And, you know, I had taken shots of vodka. I worked at a place. It was very high end. There was a DJ there a couple of night, a couple of nights a week, and it was in New York City for a while. You could probably think of the place, and it was in Chicago. And they had a damn DJ, and they would give vodka a couple of nights a week, and these people would get on the treadmill and do all that sort of shit. I'm like, what is happening here? So then people don't, don't know what they're doing anyways, and they're just going around and trying to follow what the trainers are doing. So there's, di- there's a difference between working out and training. Yeah. Working out and just getting a sweat and training is, is having a purpose and having a plan. Uh, so I think it's really unique what you guys are doing and where everybody has to have a trainer or the trainer says, hey, this person actually knows that you know, they can't toss this weight this way or be respectful of somebody that's getting on the sled. Yeah, and then the other thing I'd say about that is because you have so many amazing trainers in one space, we we when we opened Performance House, we went around to, to the 40 best trainers in New York and invited them to train there for free. Where every other gym's taking a big piece of their of their cut. Mm-hmm. Equinox, for example, takes right. you know hundred dollars of every two hundred. Yeah. Um, we went to these trainers and said, "You guys have an amazing brand. You're in. You're inspirational in your own. Whether you're big on social media or you have a small network, but are." but are a clinician and you're really technical in what you do, we want you to come here and, and we want to give you all the best tools and surround you with other people who are leaders and thought leaders in this space right. so that you know if you ever spent any time as an athlete with other athletes who are better than you, yep. what, what happens? You become better. You, you elevate. Yeah. And so now take 40 who are already 
gangsters at what they do right. and put them in one room and they're just it's like it's insane like uh, watching the innovation that's happening in the training on the training floor mm -hmm. between the trainers their clients are getting the benefit of it yeah um our our fans out in the world who take performance products and are using the content are getting the benefit but for me like watching them collaborate it's like art like it's really cool yeah. Those are, those are your kids, man. Yeah, I mean, they act like it's <laughs> I, I mean, I think that was uh, also a unique part of my experience. And uh, I've been a trainer for quite some time, and I've trained celebrities and all sorts of stuff. And it's sometimes I feel like trainers, and I'm going to say this, a lot of trainers are assholes. Uh, I feel like they don't want to give credit where credit's due. And rising tides do raise all ships. So I did have people coming up and, and saying hi and shaking my hand. And I don't think they knew what I was there for. Uh, but it was very, very nice to get that experience. Uh, are all your trainers, are they independent trainers? How does that work? Yeah, so trainers at their level are, as I said, clinicians and, and they're experts at their craft. So mm -hmm. somebody may be, have a, a base personal training business, but also be like a kettlebell expert. Okay. Or um, you know, some of these guys are innovating in group fitness spaces and, and do consulting for other companies. So they're, most of the trainers that train at Performance House probably make, I don't know, the average is probably 300 grand a year because mm -hmm. It's a career for them, not a job. Right. And I There's believe a big difference there. Totally. And I believe that that because of what we talked about earlier, the trend, there's there's a massive shortage of personal trainers, mm -hmm. good good qualified yeah. personal trainers. And they're because the they are so in demand, the great ones are getting pulled into a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. We try to take the clutter and the noise away from them um, and give them an awesome place to train. Where they could, where they could also innovate. Whether they're innovating in programming, innovating in creating products. A lot of these guys have their own like sort of side businesses where they're they're trying to you know launch something. Yeah. Um, so it's also an incubation ground, and mm -hmm. I get to either be a part of those things or watch them. And as you said, they're my kids. Like yeah. I, I'm really proud of a lot of these guys because of not just how they've built their businesses inside of Performance House, but how they've taken the ego which we know in the training space mm -hmm. is pretty prominent right they've taken their ego put it aside and when they walk in that door they're they're a family with all 40 like they're all really tight yeah. um and it wasn't like that in the beginning because as you said they're consultants right. they're you know they're they're not employees yeah and so getting them to do that was a challenge yeah i mean and i think as a trainer myself i People always think that somebody's going to try to steal someone's client or steal someone's thunder. Uh, and that gym that I worked at prior, you know, my first ever big gym I worked at, I was going to go on Oprah. And even the owner, their publicist, called up and said, no, you can't go on because the only person that goes on TV is this particular owner. Screw it. It was David Barton gym. Um, so, <laughs> you, you know, and then I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, why? Where's that gym at now? Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not around. Um, so I'm like, why would you not? have me represent your company. And I, th I think that's probably, you know, part of the reason why that went under there because what you're culture. doing, yeah, you, you've created that culture. Uh, and even though they're independent trainers, like a, it seems like they can come to you and, and they can work on projects together. I even went into the group training space, which is a group training space, which is a big difference in the class. Mm -hmm. um, talk to me a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, so it's just about to launch. It's we're super proud of it because it is one of, the, as I said in the beginning of the podcast, one of the things that I'm really excited about is connecting the world of inspiration, 
content and product. Yeah. Um, and Performance House plays a role in all of those things. So our our you know the, the mental and physical game is still at the pr- top priority for us. We we want to inspire people to to use fitness as a to play a role in your life. Um, I really believe my whole life has been anchored in fitness. I work yeah. out every day, and if I took that out of my life, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, if you if if Performance House is going to play that role, and authenticity is an absolute you know non negotiable for me. What's the biggest issue in the three of those things? Product and supplementation has a negative connotation around mm-hmm. it. Um, and there's, there's some amazing supplements out there that, that I think if you group them into all into, into one thing, people think snake oil, overpromises. Right. Right. And, you know, honestly, that's been built by our industry, um, mm-hmm. by the sports nutrition owners who have been marketing irresponsibly for too long. Who often own magazines. Who yeah. often own magazines. Yep. So that started there. Right. Um, so uh, that group fitness room, while it is going to be an amazing group fitness experience, um, you're alternating between treadmills and Kaiser pneumatic pressure machines, yeah. which are really easy on your joints. They're they're you know Kaiser is an amazing company yeah, and doing a lot of great stuff. Um, but the 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 secret sauce of that class and the reason for being is is testing products on you know 150 people a day. Um, so, you know, we launched a pre-workout that uses molecular hydrogen to buffer lactic acid, which increases ATP. Um, is that what I took? That's what you took. I, man, I was jacked. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> that's, but it was just a pre-workout. That's all that was. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's because SST pre is, you know, all of these things. I understand why people want to market like, oh, it does this. And what I just said to you, you're like, right. holy shit, that sounds good. Yeah. But when you make, if you, if I follow that with, you're going to lose 30 pounds if you use it, which is what this industry does. Right. People are like, oh my God, 30 pounds. Like yeah. I'm going to go buy that. Yeah. And so, you know, the, the issue is that if, if we aren't responsible with do, doing the testing ourselves and actually seeing it, and not only are we doing the testing and, and seeing it and believing it, we're putting it up the raw data for people mm-hmm. to see. So you, you guys are also te- testing your supplements to uh, on the clientele. You're doing you're doing scientific research. There's yeah. everything. Yes, but wearable tech, so you can see it too. Uh-huh. We'll live stream the data right onto the site, so you'll be able to see. And I don't want people to take away from like, oh, SST pre makes you lose weight. Sure. But one of the biomarkers that we tested is is metabolic rate and how many calories you burn off of pre workout and how many you burn on SST pre. And the when the person goes into the group fitness class for the first time and does that workout, they will have a baseline. Right. And then each time after, you can see your baseline against the, the um, so like a placebo versus a, right. an on. And you'll see that the, the usage of pre-workout, this, this pre-workout in particular, because of the lactic acid buffering and because of the increased ATP, in my opinion, you burn more calories because you can output a lot more. So right. the average, my average is about 14% higher when I use SST pre I burn 14% more calories in that class than what not. Well, how would that compare to taking a shot of espresso or something? Uh, good question. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't done that. But my guess is espresso is not a – it's not going to increase – it's not going to bu- bu- buffer lactic acid. Right. It's not going to increase ATP. Right. And from a vasodilation perspective, you know, it's not going to bring more blood flow into the muscle. Yeah, um, yeah you're not going to have the dilation. You're, you're not going to have the nitric oxide production. Yeah. There's going to there's gonna be a lot of stuff. But, I mean, ca- it'll, caffeine, caffeine, caffeine. It'll give you energy. Sure. It'll block, block yep. your pain receptors a little bit. Yep. But then you may have to, you know, stack it, stack yep. that with something else. But to my point earlier – all of that thing I just said is horseshit. If 
you're not inspiring people to work hard. You're not giving them the proper content so they can do the work and you're not giving them the proper nutrition tools. So, you know, our evolution as a brand started sort of backwards where, where Performance House was born, uh, we launched a year ago. We, we started innovating with our trainers a year ago. New products are just starting to come out that came mm -hmm. through that cadence. But our brand is a, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in sales and um, since 2015, wow. and, and none of those products were innovated that way. So we went back uh, two years ago and said, we have to redo this whole thing. Even though our brand was the biggest brand at GNC, we decided that in order to push forward in a way that we thought was authentic, which was being honest that supplements are simply fuel for chasing your purpose. Mm -hmm. um, and chasing your purpose through fitness is, is something I'm super passionate about, um, or at least using fitness as a pillar. But we had to be honest about about what role supplements played. So as a brand, we are no longer a supplement company. Mm. We are a sports performance and lifestyle business. And our job is to inspire people and give them tools. And at the very bottom, if you want to use like the very bottom of that funnel, yep. if you want to use our products to fuel your chase, awesome. But we're not ever again going to be pumping products out into the market and say like you need this to, for this reason or that reason that, that, that's an interesting shift uh because for so long people always I'll, I'll give seminars and talks and they're like what do you take what do you do whatever and okay pick up pick up things and i put them down yeah. and i do it over again and yeah. maybe i you know get some mobility work and and then you know there's there's a lot of other things that go into play i mean like you, you guys talk about the nutrition you know, iv therapy and recovery and whatever and it, it is nice and most of the time i don't give my opinion on this podcast uh it is nice that you guys put that on the bottom something that's going to supplement it uh even though you took supplement out of it sports <laughs> sports performance company see I, I was listening i was paying attention uh that that's refreshing so when does your group training program launch uh so it's soft launches for members at the end of this month okay. and then um which is uh november 1st and then we'll open it up to public in january oh Nice. Uh, can people, can they come if they're not a member? They have to, can they come just to classes? They can come if they can get a slot. We expect it will be pretty sold out yeah. most of the time because our members are first priority. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we, we, you know, we want people to have access if they want it. Right. You know, the, whole, the whole idea is to give a space for, you know, it was designed for the member inside of the house. Right. Um, but if we can bring people into that space and give them a taste of what Performance House is, right. you know, it's an, the reason it's called Element is we're doing the same thing in there that we did in the front where you smelled that rich mahogany. <laughs> mahogany. Yeah. Now, now we're doing that. In the we group. can't say mahogany enough in this podcast. <laughs> oh, well, that'll be the word. I'll, I'll use it again in a minute. <laughs> Good. Um, now in, that, in, the, in the group fitness space, it's not just get on a treadmill and then go on a Kaiser machine. It's fully programmed with different smells and scents. They release at different times. When you're about to, cr you're getting crushed from an uphill sprint on your treadmill. Yeah. Um, music's going. <laughs> <laughs> you get blasted with fog. Um, we shoot fog, cold fog out of the ceiling. Wow. Um, and there's a reason we do all those things. Not for not for aesthetics. Yeah, I mean it sounds cool, but it's good. It is cool. Yeah, it's super cool. But the reason we do them is because we want to interrupt your brain saying, I'm tired, I want to quit. We want the music to inspire you. And we want those things, those smells like, God, is that, is that orange I smell? Right. And you're like, huh. And it distracts you from the work. And right. so, you know, the whole idea is to get you into a medis meditative workout state. Yeah. And at the end, 
you're not, you know, everyone is just cranking. And at the end, you lay down, the music goes down, or the lights go down to like a, you know, like a really cool blue blue hue. Uh, it's dark, and you're laying on your back, and the trainer is talking about the theme for that day, which might be gratitude and being mm-hmm. thankful that you're able to push as hard as you just pushed. Yeah, there's um, a good mindset and, component to it. Yeah, and that you know, back to the mental and physical connection. Right. Um, and so then when you, when you finish, you wake up, you have a BCA slushy next to you, um, and you feel like you can take the world on and, right. and, you know, everybody leaving that class, like, wow, it was amazing. And, you know, I'm, I'm programmed to see what's wrong with the class. Sure. I'm like, okay, we got to change this and add this, right. but, you know, being in there and just being present and like enjoying it, it's, it's so awesome. I, I mean, I, you know, you're, you're going to get people that want to take the class because they want to be sprayed with fog or smell <laughs> mahogany. There we go. That's number four. Mahogany. mahogany that's five or six. Uh, if this is a drinking game, anytime we say mahogany, uh, <laughs> take a shot. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool, man. So uh, one thing when I was working out with Gabe, he was talking about fit ops. Uh, and, and that's a passion project of yours. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, I'd say it's not just my passion. It's probably my purpose um, in general. Um, so I spent some time in the Army when I was young, and, and it was a really— Thank you um, for your service. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, it was a really uh, uh, transformative time for me as a young man. Like a lot of guys, uh, young young men and women, um, the military is, is the first place that they were disciplined if they came from a tough home. Um, and that certainly was my my past and—, and so while while I probably wouldn't have went in if I had known it was going to be that bad um, in terms of uh, discipline and and you know they don't getting off of a cattle truck and you're piled in with a bunch of bunch of people a bunch of guys and and someone's spitting in your face and screaming at you and they don't they don't do that as much anymore sure. if you understand yeah. but like it was a you know it's a it's a it's a mind shattering experience for a young man um, but. I needed it, and mm-hmm. I'm now I'm look back and I'm super thankful because all a lot of the tools that I learned in the military um, are th- still things that I use today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you hear that all over the place. You see all these guys getting out that are special operators, especially who are masters of their craft in the military. You know, Jocko Willenick is out there. You know, his he built an entire business around transferring that leadership skill into the public, yeah. um, and people want to understand it. So, um, but but away from my personal part of this, um, when I was building the business, one of the things that I, I wanted to do was one, find something that was greater beyond the economics of the business. You know, you're every day you're working to build your business. And there's, for us, there's two lanes. There's, I want to help people change their life through our brand. Um, and the other is I want to help my, my employees change their lives through the brand. And, but every day my conversation is, well, where are sales at? And how, how are we doing on this? And, and so it really started with the desire to sort of a CSR strategy internally. Uh, and it became so much more than that. You know, now fast forward two years, um, the, the exploration that I talked about, about going away from selling product and going into inspiring people, yeah. the result of, of the, my experience in creating FitOps is what created that, that path. And so you know, our whole business is reoriented around helping veterans transition from the military to become personal trainers. Um, and the reason that, that I did this 
one, my military connection inspired me and in seeing, you know, friends, um, people that I know, and just the statistics. Mm-hmm. Um, 25 vets a day are, are losing their life. Oh, man. It's a, it's, I mean, I, I did a podcast earlier today. Where I, to hear. And every day I talk about it, and every day I feel in, intensely emotional about it because mm-hmm. I, I, the military and the, the family of the military impacted me to such a degree as a young man that I now, um, my connection connection to helping um, these guys as they transition is so deeply rooted in, in who I am as a, as a person mm-hmm. that until we take that number to zero, I won't be satisfied. Yeah. Um, and you know, I know that that's my mission, um, now. And because I've had success in, in performance as a brand, I'm able to do this. Yeah. And, and now guys like John Cena are seeing like, wow, I want to be a part of that too. And, yeah. and, you know, John is as authentic and good, good man as as i've ever come across yeah. he he not only did he make sure that this was extremely legitimate before he got into it once he got in he was all in yeah. i mean i have a very close relationship with him one where he's giving advice and and brainstorming and spending time on camp and mentoring he's not just signing his name to something yeah. he's also you know went on ellen degeneres and gave a million dollar pledge to our foundation it's a you know and and because of that People were like, wow, what is this? And yeah. it provided, it shed a light on, on one, how bad that issue really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, the, what the macro problem is, and it being about loss of purpose, transition from the military is loss of purpose. That The challenge that we see is military veterans who maybe went in when they were young men or women yeah. and spent you know four to 20 years they don't they had structure room and board food you know all of these things and on top of it they were serving their country which is the most prideful thing sure. that i've ever done yeah. and so now take all that away and what are you left with right most of the skills don't apply to the civilian world um most mos's don't translate yeah. um you can't you know there's no job for kicking doors in 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 civilian life except mm-hmm. being a police officer and yeah. Um, and so, you know, the, the idea was to take skills that could be transferable, accountability, leadership, discipline, phys- physicality, right. and build a program around it vocationally. Um, so we take them onto Boy Scout camps for 30 days and we beat them, we beat them up physically, get yeah. them in really good shape. Um, we help reorient them mentally. Um, and then we crack them open emotionally and we help them figure out what it is that is holding them back from mm-hmm. being able to realize their best potential. Right. Um, so we, I just one day just said, let's, let's start a camp. And we got 40 vets and, and word of mouth. And, and the first 40 were, you know, knuckleheads and, and they were all, not all of them are wanted to be personal trainers, right. but they're like, shit, living on, living on a camp for 30 days and you're going to feed me and I get to work out. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. So, you know, now we use like the Watson system to, to, um, uh, screen out those those knuckleheads. Sure, sure. Um, we we want to help everybody, but but most of all, our mission is to help veterans become personal trainers when they yeah. leave the service. So, um, anyway, it's, ama- it's an amazing thing. I could talk yeah. about it for hours. No, so I mean you're getting you're getting them uh, NASM certified. Yep. Right. Uh, which is arguably one of, one of the best certified personal training programs. Uh, you have a wait list now. Yeah, well over a thousand people are waiting to get in. I mean that that's amazing, but it's also sad. Yeah, you know, I you, just you saying the word sad made me sad. I right. literally feel it in my I, I get emotional yeah. about it because literally 
Like I can tell you stories of vets that would not be here today if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for FitOps. And the saddest thing is that that's the case. Like yeah. there's people that I have not accepted that probably because we didn't have slots who mm-hmm. probably later took their life. And it's a shitty thing to say. And I, yeah. I don't want to, I, I don't yeah, want to. It has to be said though. Yeah. You know, uh, that's the thing. I've, I've got a buddy who was, uh, you know, he, he was in the military academy. He flew Black Hawk, Black Hawk helicopters. His, his dad was, you know, lost his life in the military. And, um, you know, I hear these stories all the time and he does a lot of work at the VA and, and it's horrible to hear. I'm glad that, that, you know, companies like you are shedding a light on that, but uh, a lot more needs to be done. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you're, you're doing something like this. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, um, there isn't a lack of desire from the public to want to help. That's, mm-hmm. you know, there's 50,000 veteran nonprofits out there and they're all aimed in some way to help veterans. I think the biggest issue is we've been throwing like money at it, right. and you know, really, if you dig down into it and 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 analyze what the issue is, it's it's not one. A vet doesn't want your pity. Like mm-hmm. I, I would never want somebody to feel sorry for me yeah. because of my service, because that's the thing I'm most proud about. Yeah. Um, and I've seen vets in wheelchairs before, and I'll hold the door open for them. Yeah, and they're like, "Thank you, but I'm good." Yeah, you know, so like very, very proudful. Super proudful, and but at the same time. We also need to know when we need to ask for help. Sure. And what the issue that the, the the loss of purpose is the first one. The the symptoms show up in most vets compartmentalize their stress because the military teaches you to do it. So you know they put you in these situations and they're training you so that you can't mess your mission up because you feel stress. Yeah. Like you, they don't want that's not what that's not what you doing that gets people killed. And so you're taught that and it's beaten into you. Not literally, but some, maybe back in the day. Sometimes you had that. Yeah. <laughs> Hit you with the big mahogany stick. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, but you know, the the there is no transition out. Like, okay, now we don't want you to compartmentalize anymore. You actually need to talk about your feelings. Yeah. Wait, what? One, men don't talk about their feelings. Right. You know, you're back in the day. Your dad smacked you for talking about your feelings. Yep. Now you're seeing, you know, Michael Phelps has, has got an app now to help you share your, you know, get a therapist, talk about your feelings. Yeah. I've done a ton of therapy to try to understand, you know, my stuff, my, my story, which I'm not going to tell in your podcast, but my story is what led to the emotional piece at performance talk mm-hmm. at um, FitOps camps. Yeah. Um, I told a story one night and the next night a vet got up and said, I want to tell my story. And it's happened every night since. Wow. And so and it, it's really what makes FitOps special. It's sure the NASM certification is amazing. Sure, living on a camp and being around vets and you know getting back into the you know smoking and joking shit sure. like you know that we don't smoke on camp, but right. um, but you know the that feeling if you've served you know what that feeling feels like. It's similar to a sports team where mm-hmm. you have, you had a team and you won a championship together and you're like I'll, I love that dude forever. Right. That's what the military feels like, yeah. and so getting back into that environment allows them to feel comfortable and and good and like and it puts them in a place where they trust yeah. and then they can open up and that starts the decompartmentalization so a lot of these guys are if you ask them like no i'm good man i'm good right. and you're like really good and and they may actually think they're good right. in their conscious mind but their subconscious is hurt yeah. and if you don't unlock that it will fucking consume yeah. you and It'll that's what's out. causing suicides yeah 
Uh, yeah, I, I struggle with a mental illness myself, and I've been in and out of therapy, and I've done all sorts of things. I've had ketamine therapy treatments yeah. and uh, lithium. Did, Tried lithium. Uh, I haven't done that yet. No, I should talk about that with Gabe a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, because if if you don't tackle the emotional, especially as guys. That shit is gonna rear its ugly head, yep. and you're gonna snap one day, and hopefully you don't snap on someone else yep. um, or yourself. Uh, the mental aspect is huge, and, and there's legitimate there's yeah. legitimate differences between chemical imbalances mm-hmm. that need to be balanced, which is a hard game, right. and post traumatic stress disorder, which is compartmentalization of stress that you haven't recognized consciously to let out. Yeah. Either way. You're gonna you're you're gonna react to those things, and what causes these explosions that one cause not explosions in the literal sense, but explosions mm-hmm. of emotion sure. that one either causes you to hurt somebody else or two to hurt yourself is that like collision. Yeah. And um, you know, there's a lot of research to be done in that area, but I'm a big believer in the power of therapy and and talking and sharing your feelings and fucking crying. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, so I normally ask my guests. Uh, I know I know we're tight on time here, and I appreciate you for coming in. I normally ask my guests, "Fat or future for for everything we talked about?" But future for fit ops, sure. uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that right there. So guys, check that out. Where can they find <laughs> fit ops? Uh, fitops.org. Fitops.org. Donate now. John will match it up to a million bucks. So up to hey, hey he he's got money. He'll match it. So uh, <laughs> uh, donate some money. Uh, Performix, Performix House, fat or future. I mean, I would never be part of something that's a fad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not who I am. It's not in my DNA. I hope you don't think that it's a fad. Um, you know, I believe in in the power of that collective space. I believe that we're bringing innovators in the category in, and they're going to create the future. So, hundred percent future. Good answer. All right, Performix and Perform- Performix House. Where can you find that? Uh, PerformixDriven.com uh, and uh, PerformixHouse.com. All right, and you check them out on Instagram, social media, they'll, everywhere. If you don't find them, they'll find you. Yeah, they'll they'll pop up. Performix M I X. Don't miss out. All right, guys, thank you so much, Matt. Uh, I'm Joey Thurman. This was the Fatter Future Podcast. Don't be a fatty. Be a part of the future. Mahogany. 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 <laughs> thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure to follow on social at Fat or Future Podcast. You can follow me at Joey Thurman Fit. Don't be a fatty. Merchandise is available. Hoodies, hats, t-shirts, and beanies at fatorfuture.com. And make sure to check back next week. We've got a good episode for you.